Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone worth selling your soul and your marriage uh, for May. <laughs> no, that's no, sorry, May. I said May. Mark! No, wow, oh my God, Mike! <laughs> Mike! This podcast's over. Hey, Mike. What's up? Well, it was going pretty good <laughs> You there. know. Okay, so, uh, to be fair, who's Mark? No, I was going to be like, I was trying to correct whatever. Oh. But Mike, uh, we're talking about uh, May Parker, aka Aunt May, today. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like a, a unnecessarily old woman. You know, mm-hmm. she looks like an old woman. <laughs> she looks old. I mean, this is a controversial opinion, but my favorite thing Aunt May was ever in was the art I saw for a fake comic called Aunt May vs. the Predator. And it was the predator leaping off of a cliff at her, and she had a rolling pin out, and she just looked over at the at the reader going, oh, dear. I mean, I know this is a controversial thing, but she's like octogenarian when uh, Peter mm-hmm. Parker is like 15, looking like anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, if if her nephew, she'd be like in her 50s. Like, like she'd be in her 50s. But she's and, not. Well, she's but, not, though. But she was kind of like, kind of aged down a little bit. Like, she turned into, uh, like, a little bit later. But like, the death of Uncle Ben just aged her 20 years. It must have, because she's ridiculously old, unless her little sister was born, like, 30 years after her. <laughs> like, there's no way. It happens, I mean. Yeah, okay, there's a different, but, like, whatever. I'm Also, if... No, I, I know. You're not wrong. I'm just saying it happens. Also, the 100% canon, uh, JK, uh, Trouble comic, uh, you know, she's actually... Right, we talked about this, I think, on OK Crusader. Yeah, yeah I... Rest, rest in peace and in hell, presumably. Uh, it's probably gonna do something. Oh no, I just realized I have to hate her. Okay, sorry. Uh, her, her real name is May Riley Parker, and her occupation is landlady. Oh no. Hmm. She's a parasite. We have to get rid of her. Uh, well, they tried. Yeah, apparently, but apparently... uh. Peter Parker really loves uh, commodifying uh, homes, so people can't have them. <laughs> oh man, I loved his original run in Spider-Man. He was just out there protect friendly neighborhood Spider-Man commodifying homes. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man beating up unreliable tenants, kicking them out, doing evictions for free. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man running predatory credit yep. checks. Uh, so she has no criminal record. Everyone knows about her. She's like, oh, it's Aunt May, Aunt May. Uh, she was born in, um, Brooklyn, New York. And this may surprise you. May? She's widowed. What? No. She's widowed. Wait, hold on. Widowed? Yeah. She, Not she has may. a dead husband. No. What? No, that's impossible. Uh, no, it is. I feel like it is impossible. Like, it has to be. Because, like, I mean, who would be so cruel to kill... Off I this mean, lovely lady's husband. Based, based off the age ranges, he probably died in the Civil War. Yeah, but she first showed up in uh, Amazing Fantasy issue number fifteen, which is I would I don't know if 
I don't know if this is uh, overestimating it, but I th- might say one of the most iconic uh, combo covers like ever. Yeah, I used to have a poster of this. Yeah, like it's one of the most iconic ones. Uh, so you have <clears throat> Spider-Man swinging through uh, New York with a man uh, kind of holding on to a man. And um, and uh, also we have a uh, cover piece theater. Cover piece theater. Okay. That's new. Yeah. Well, I had to remake it because I didn't have it saved. So I just had my British friend do a thing for me. Um, but yeah, so we do have um, some cover piece theater. Uh, you know, Spider Man's just swimming through the air with his uh, web, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the thing he does, uh, web swimming. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but what, what is, what is Spider Man saying? Spider-Man is saying, um, you must pay your rent. Now, uh, though the world may mock Peter Parker, the timid teenager, it will soon marvel at the awesome might of Spider-Man. And, uh, and yeah, and this came out in August 1962. And, uh, so, sorry, I know a fun tidbit about this. Um, previously about the month before, so Stan Lee had, uh, pitched to the editor at the time, the editor-in-chief the idea for Spider-Man and have been told that that was never going to sell. So they put it as a backup story and the backup story was very popular. And for this issue, whatever they had wanted to do wasn't popular. So it fell through and the, the editor came back to Stanley and went, remember that Spider-Man character we all love so much. What if we use him for this? Yeah. It turns out, uh, that was a nexus point in all the pop culture. They could have said no. And we would have maybe not have had Marvel. Um, at all, but uh, but yeah. So there's actually um four stories in this. It's uh, Spider-Man, uh, Bell Ringer, the Bell Ringer, uh, the Man in the Mummy Case, and the Martians are Among Us. Um, so <clears throat> and for like these old timey ones, I like going through the side ones as well. You know, just to you know see what the idea was. Sorry. Uh, the man in the mummy case, a criminal, Rocco Rank, is on the lam. He breaks into a museum to hide and hears a voice. It comes from a mummy sarcophagus. Lie with the mummy and help will be given. But at what price? So, is this a comic where a guy it, has sex with a mummy? No, it might be a text story, because they used to have like a short text story in in these as well. Yeah. That's that doesn't preclude my thing though. Um, the fact that it's prose. I, mean, I, I would I would assume I would assume not because they wouldn't even allow cleavage without without you like not being able to like publish something at this point. I'm just saying it's very, very uh confusing here. Yeah, so the bell ringer um is on a small volcanic island, all but one islander is a fisherman. The man called Pedros is instead the a bell ringer. Every morning he rings the church bells, so the fishermen may also be guided by their ringing. One day, the villagers notice that the volcano is about to erupt and decide to desert the village. Opting out to, opting to remain behind, Pedros chooses to ring the bell and hope that everyone can get to safety. As the other islanders flee to safety, many believe they can see a bright light coming down from the sky, from the heavens, and an elderly man ascending to the sky. He just, you know... Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah, also, the Martians are among us. Uh, the A small community of people find a crashed spaceship and realizes that there are aliens among them. It's all good. Also, uh, 
Also, uh, I g- give me the okay. So, uh, so the Spider-Man story. Okay, so get this. There's like a little, like a little high school high school nerd who like goes to a lab. He gets bitten by a spider. Okay, then mm-hmm. they wake up with like spider powers and they're strong and like they they can real they like they can dodge stuff really easily. And uh, and he tries to become a wrestler. He like to get get money. That's that's sorry. This is too too much yeah, of a flight of fancy for me. And uh, and sometime during that that career when he was trying to use his powers for his own gain, uh, a, a robbery happens where get this, his uncle dies. Uh, um, no, no. And uh, and he says something about like uh, great powers come with like you know sizable responsibilities. You know. See, I would say if you're going to have great power then you have to understand that also great responsibility is with that too, just so you know. I think that flows off the tongue with, a little with, easier. With a little bit of power, you have a lot more responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's literally the thing that I think most people can recite off the top of their head. It's, this, it's a story that, for some reason, people complained that it wasn't in, uh, in Spider-Man Homecoming for some reason. Oh yeah! Like it's just like oh, like I don't understand why people hate Tom Holland Spider Man so much. Like it's just it's this universe of Spider Man, and also we didn't get another origin story. I'm glad. I think people just weren't done being horny for Andrew Garfield. I just think that they shouldn't have. You know what? I would have forgiven the Amazing Spider Man uh, thing if I wasn't teased so hard by the trailer that there would be a full Rhino fight with Paul Giamatti. No, there was no, no. I, I forgot he was the rhino. No, you know what I wanted? I wanted a rhino fight. I wanted a rhino fight where he was fighting rhino. And guess what? They do a little freeze frame where he's about to hit him right at the end of the movie. And that's it. God, I, I'm so upset about that. Right. It. Uh. The. I'm trying to remember his name. There it is. Aaron Taylor Johnson supposedly is going to be Craven. In the next one, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, Quicksilver, which is wild. Actually, I think about it, they're casting the guy who was canonically Quicksilver in the MCU to be Craven in the they, MCU. They recast a lot of people to being other, to mm-hmm. being other characters in the MCU. Like Benedict Cumberbatch was Nich, Nick Fury originally. Yeah. Well, uh, so <clears throat> we're gonna go all the way back into the 1920s for this. Um, oh God. during the Great Depression. May Riley was a strikingly beautiful but naive young woman who lived with her parents in Brooklyn. Wait, she still would have been 40, though. In 1920? No, she still would have been in her 40s or 50s by the time Peter Parker was 15. Because the sliding timeline, the the sliding timeline, the hard limit of the beginning of that is 1945. Like, that's the beginning of the sliding timeline when... Basically, when um, Captain America gets frozen and disappears, that's the hard line when the sliding timeline Mm. starts. So she would still be like maybe even younger with the sliding timeline by the 60s. It makes no sense. Say sliding timeline. Sliding timeline. Like if you're just going by years, she would have been. Whatever. I'm going to. Okay. But yeah. No, you're not. But she. I know you too well. She believed that she was in love with a young man named Jeremy or Johnny Jerome, who she believed offered uh, her a promise of a more exciting life. 
in this time of severe economic hardship than Ben Parker, another young suitor. Ben warned Amay that Jerome was actually a criminal, but she dismissed what Ben said as a jealous suitor, a slander. Uh, one day, however, Jerome unexpectedly proposed to May, saying that he wanted them to uh, leave together right away. May heard the police on the street and realized something was wrong. Then, Ben stormed in and told her that Jerome just robbed a jewelry store and had shot a man who tried to call for help. May then realized that Jerome was indeed a criminal and told Jerome that she could never marry such a man. Jerome was captured by the police, and then convicted for murder and burglary. Burglary. Robbery. <laughs> kind of burglary. Burglary. Burglary is uh, a robbery with a weapon. That's the difference. A weapon. Robbery is just uh, taking stuff. You don't threaten anyone. Um, May Riley set aside her fantasies about marrying someone well-to-do financially and began making decisions about the direction of her life. Coming to appreciate Ben Parker and his devotion to her, May fell in love with him, she married Ben, and their life together was long and happy. Ben's brother Richard and his wife Mary were government agents. When they went off on assignments, May and Ben took care of their nephew Peter. May and Ben never had children of their own, but after Richard and Mary died on that mission, they became Peter's surrogate parents and raised him as if, they were, as if he was their own. May and Ben proved provided the growing boy with the love and emotional support he needed, and they were truly the only person the lonely youth cared for. Um, although an unusual accident, through an unusual accident, Peter gained supreme uh, powers. Um, <clears throat> he decided to tell no one, not even Ben, May and uh, Ben, and they became the costume identity of Spider-Man for, uh, for himself. As Spider-Man, he became an overnight success in the entertainment world. After a television appearance, he saw a guard chasing a, a thief in the studio building. The guard asked Spider-Man for help, but the masked youth ignored him, thinking that capturing criminals were none of his business, and uh, the burglar got away. Man, I wonder if this is going to lead to any tragedy that informs the rest of his life. I doubt it. I mean, I mean, it's just a burglar, <laughs> Yeah, right? like, you know, a burglar, like, you know, you know, you just let them go, you know, oftentimes they're, you know, yeah. you know you, Hard on their luck, harmless. you know. Totally harmless. Absolutely no threat. No to anyone. one. No, nothing bad could ever happen from this one decision. No, this is not a decision that will fracture everyone's lives and spin into dozens and dozens of awful sub uh, stories. <laughs> uh, the unidentified burglar, however, was the cellmate of the famous depressionary gangster Dutch Malone, who had lived in the very same house that was now inhabited by May. Uh, Malo has uh, hidden a large sum of money in Parker's home, in the Parker's house, and uh, the burglar heard that the elderly Malone, like, talking asleep about the location, about about the money, mm. and uh, unknown to the burglar, however, the hidden money was long ago been devoured by silverfish. Yeah. Okay. Um, weeks after the burglar and Spider-Man had crossed paths, the burglar... Uh, broke into the Parker household and took Ben by surprise. He held May and Ben at gunpoint. And when he manhandled uh, May, Ben furiously ordered the burglar to unhand her and angrily reached for, uh, towards him. Frightened, the burglar shot Ben and fled. 
And then May wanted to send for an ambulance, but the mortal wound, uh, Ben uh, knew that it'd be too late, telling Ben that he loved her, and, and then Ben died. Oh no, I think we're wrong. I think something happened. No, I'm sure he'll be fine. Man, what if what if Spider-Man... Do- That's a what-if story, isn't it? That has to be a what-if story. What if Spider-Man solved the burglar? I mean, surely... In all the years of comics, Uncle Ben's been come, brought back to life. Well, technically not. He was cloned, quote unquote, but it was a, like a clone that was going to die because it was a clone that died. Like they. <laughs> oh well, that, that tracks. I have no further questions. Yeah, uh, but Uncle Ben has stayed dead. Like, um, like Uncle Ben itself. Like, there's been like there's alternate universe Bens. Like, there's one called uh, Spider Ben and Spider Kid, where. <laughs> Spider Ben. Now I have to find yeah, that. Yeah, it's in the uh arm it's in uh Spider Gen. But um <clears throat> but basically uh but basically both uh Uncle Ben and a uh, young spider kid got bit and they 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 work together huh. as a team. It's pretty good. Um but yeah. But, um <clears throat> so um it was that incident that initially caused uh May's May Parker's weak heart condition, which caused her serious health problems over the years. Parker, Parker's attitude uh, changed. Peter Parker's attitude changed towards his life and his superhuman abilities radically changed that night and then became the motivating force behind his career as Spider-Man. Peter vowed to never allow another innocent person to come to harm if he can help it. You know, he's not great at that. No, no. he's not great. A lot of people get hurt around him. Um, in fact, Peter, uh, saved his Aunt May several times as the Amazing Spider-Man since that fateful day. However, May had never l- learned that Peter's Spider-Man even regards as even regards Spider-Man as a uh, dangerous menace. <clears throat> For a long time, May tried to introduce Peter to her best friend's Anna Watson's niece, Peter- Mary Jane. I wonder if that's going to be an important character at all. Um, Probably yeah. not. I also, I assume Emma, whatever Watson, what's the Watson, the friends? Anna. Name? I assume Anna Watson's like 150 years old. It has to be. Like, they have to be. Um, but, uh, but Peter resisted. Finally, Peter would put off uh, the meeting with Mary Jane no longer and was attracted to her at first sight. Years later, Peter married Mary Jane. Then, uh, huh. yeah, wow. We're not very good I at this. I know. I think we're really bad at uh, predicting character arcs. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man's arch, arch foe, Doctor Octopus, befriended May and nearly married her. Octopus's Octo- uh, true motive was to gain control of her atomic, of the atomic plant that she inherited. But the wedding was never took took place, so the and the plant was destroyed. And May was, uh, and May was not encountered by Octopus for years since. Um, in recent years, May decided. To transform the house into a senior citizen boarding house. Um, in in recent years, responsibilities such undertakings had consumed much of May's free time, but therapy had worked wonders uh, for her health. And then May Parker recently learned that her boyfriend, <clears throat> uh, Nathaniel Lipskowski, was terminally ill, and she considered abandoning the boarding house operation and spend most of her time with him in his final days. However, she carried out these plans has remained to be seen. Recent lately due to financial problems, Peter and his new wife May had moved into a room and 
But Peter and his new wife, Mary Jane, had moved into a room in May's house uh, with her blessing. Um, she's 5'5", five, five, weighs 110, blue eyes, uh, white hair. I just love the idea that Peter Mark Jack, no, we live here now. Like, we, we live in your house. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's Mary. I mean, May. Can't say, that's Aunt May. You're never doing very well with names this I'm time. I'm just not. There's too many. Well, her sister's Mary, and then it's May, and then it was Mary Jane Watson, and then, you know, we're bad. But mm-hmm. we're done. I have plugs. Uh, yeah, I do a couple podcasts. One is The Equalizers, where we take movies that didn't get a sequel, and we come up with ideas for them. Uh, you can find us everywhere online by searching The Equalizers. We spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Uh, you can find our whole back catalog everywhere online. I mean, surprisingly, we got everything. Nobody really wants the word equalizer spelled wrong. Um, I also do a podcast called Studying Granada, where we watch the 1980s Granada television series about the adventures of Sherlock Holmes, starring Jeremy Brett, and we talk about it. You can find us everywhere online uh, by searching a Studying Granada podcast. Also, we're on Twitter at in underscore Granada. My name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. Um, if you want to support me monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash alphabetflight, or you can go to uh, at alphabetflight on Instagram and Twitter to see the things that we are looking at and share and the you know links and whatnot. Um, if you don't mind taking a little bit of your time, if you can rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast of choice, that would help me out by quite a bit. And um, thank you so much. If... Uh- if you if you go to the Patreon and you subscribe, Jesse will release the sick lyrics I sang over the introduction for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, you know, you know, do that, I guess. Uh, and this has been um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and uh, may Conchie protect you through all of your night's travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.